This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Eat With Ali podcast. I just want to start off by saying a big and loving thank you to you all that have been sending me some lovely messages about how this podcast has helped you and also just to the ones that have opened up and told me their eating disorder story. I think it's very brave of you that you're starting to talk about your eating disorder and you're trying to do something about it and it makes me feel so happy and I am cheering you on every step of the way. Oh, and also a big thank you to those that have been giving my podcast a five-star rating. I really appreciate it. It helps reach other people. The more that you guys share it, the more you rate it. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Love you. So today we are talking all about accepting weight gain during recovery, because this is something, first of all, that I struggled with a lot, a lot. I had been listening to my eating disorder voice for so long. The voice that was telling me that any weight gain would mean that I'm fat and even more worthless than I was before. So, I'm sure you understand and probably relate as to why accepting weight gain during recovery is very crucial and important for the recovery process because we're going to have the eating disorder voice in the background being like, (laughs) I knew you were fucking worthless. Like, whoa! go away but like it's obviously not very easy to tell it to go away which is why we're going to work on accepting and redirecting the mind when we start to get all anxious and upset and fearful of weight gain okay so that is what today's episode is going to all be about quickly before we get into that what I'm proud of myself this week is for starting to read again I used to absolutely love reading but I feel like I started prioritizing other things and yes sometimes that included going on TikTok because I love looking at food videos okay it's it's good but I feel like I could be using some of that time scrolling and put it into reading so I've started to do that a bit more this week and I'm loving it it also makes me tireder than usual not because I'm bored in the book but I don't know why I just seem to get very tired when I read so I try to read more at night time before bed So if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear and please share. At the moment, I am reading Atomic Habits. So thank you. Anyway, I hope that your week has been great. I hope you have done something that is making you super proud. And if not, go out and find something to make yourself proud. And I'm always proud of you just for listening to this podcast and hopefully being inspired to recover or at least consider recovery. And you know that everyone here at the Eat With Ali family are all supportive of each other and will be cheering you on every step of the way. So let's get straight into today's episode. So when you have been restricting food for a long time from your eating disorder or taking the food back out of you, your body adjusts to this deprivation and it does this to self-preserve. So this is why when you start to refuel and re-nourish your body, you know, by eating again and keeping the food in, This is when you will start to notice some sort of gastrointestinal symptoms like bloating and constipation. You may also notice fluid retention or water retention, which is also known as edema. So edema is when swelling is occurring throughout the body. So you may gain some bloating either in the stomach, the wrist, the face or the ankles. You may experience constipation or diarrhea, headaches, night sweats or low blood sugar. But just remember that this is temporary. It is a temporary discomfort, 
whilst your body tries to heal and get you back to a healthy state. So just as I say, if you have a temporary setback when you relapse, it is the same as when you experience these symptoms when you're gaining back some weight. Temporary, meaning it's only happening for a little bit. Temporary. And these temporary off feelings will lead to a happier and healthier version of you, okay? Remember, no pain, no gain. You may also feel some nausea, some abdominal discomfort, constipation, headaches, and maybe even feeling full after only a few bites of eating. So we've just talked about the physical side to things. The psychological side, of course, is because our eating disorder is always filling our thoughts, isn't it? Our eating disorder is literally filling our head with all of these sorts of... I'm going to say it. Yep. Have a guess. Actually, have a guess. What thought and feeling is our eating disorder making us dread the change of recovering, putting on some weight? That's right. You guessed it. It is fear. So I'm going to give you some examples of some things that you may be fearing. So... Maybe you're fearing that if you put on weight, you will be judged or criticized. First of all, if people are trying to say to you that you've put on weight, ew, ew, you've put on weight, why? No, don't have people like that in your life. Unless, of course, there are some people that actually don't mean harm and that maybe they're just either trying to point out the obvious or maybe they're just trying to, I don't know, put their opinion out there or maybe they're just actually being concerned. Who knows? If they have good intentions, I'll let you be the judge of that, but... Determine whether or not this person has good intentions or bad intentions. The bad, send them off. The good, maybe they are saying the truth. Maybe you have put on a bit of weight. And that is okay. This is your body trying to heal again. A sign of weight is actually going to be telling you that changes, positive changes, are being made. Because you are getting back to a healthy state. And yes, you may feel some anxiety, some guilt, some shame. But this is normal and it's because you've thought this way for so long. So it is time to unlearn these unhealthy habits and ways of thinking. Anyways, so all of these fears, I want you to write them down. I'm going to give a few more examples in a second. But for every fear that you worry about having to face if you put on weight during recovery, I want you to write how that fear can be faced next to it. So make two lines. One side has the fear, the other side has a solution, okay? So if you're fearing people criticizing and judging you, on the other side you've either got I've noticed that they're not very nice to me. I'm going to I'm going to distance myself. Or if they are an actually good person, you can just think, well, I'm sure they have my best interest. They're just pointing out something that they're noticing. And you know what to that? That means to me that my health journey is working because changes are being made. Another example could be if you were fearing, let's say, the eating disorder voices in your head making you feel even more worthless. First of all, Something that you can do to help this is, of course, work on your self-love. And we're going to get into way more tips that will help you throughout that. So just stay tuned for that. But pretty much, you're going to work on self-love and redirect these thoughts. And we'll get into that very soon. If you're fearing the unknown, you're not sure what's going to come out of it, what will your life be like if you don't have your eating disorder anymore? What will your life be like if you start to gain weight? You don't know and you fear it. Well, ask yourself, Are you happy where you are now? Are you happy with how you feel about yourself now? Truly think about it. Maybe you kind of are at a stage where you are happy that you are a smaller size. But then more reflect on are you happy with the way that you feel about yourself and the thoughts that you have? Does that make you happy? Is that how you always want to think? And if all of your answers to all of the questions were no... No, I'm not happy with how I see myself and no, I'm not happy with how I talk to myself. Then something needs to be changed. You may fear the unknown of what's going to come. But if you're not happy with what your present is like, the least you can do is try to change your future. You will never know unless you try. Maybe you're fearing the guilt and the shame that comes with eating or not eating or keeping the food in or taking the food out. You can face this outcome by first of all listening to my guilt and shame podcast episode. It's just a few back. Go check it out. But also to just acknowledge the guilt and the shame. You've got to let yourself feel and acknowledge what it is. If you find the trigger, find out why it is that you are feeling this guilt and the shame. Find the trigger, destroy the trigger, and then conquer the trigger. 
be aware, be consciously aware of what is affecting you and why. Because if you find the root of the cause, cut out the root, dig it up and fucking throw it away. Maybe you fear confronting the scales. Maybe you fear confronting your fear foods. Well, then you're stepping out of your comfort zone. You were trying something new. And once again, just always come back to the question. Are you happy with how you think and feel now? And if you fear losing this sense of control that you feel that you have when you either restrict the food or take it back out. As I always say, I thought I was in control when I took the food out. But I truly found the true control once I learned how to keep the food in and control not taking it back out. I had to fight my eating disorder voice. It was difficult. It was tough. But it was so worth it. And we're going to get you there too. And yes, it will be confronting to face these fears. But it is crucial to face these fears because first of all, you're going to be way stronger and way braver than you were before. You're going to realize just how capable you are of achieving things. And you're on your way to recovering. Woo! That sounds awesome to me. That was a big clap for you because I'm excited for you to do this. And although not every single person during recovery is going to put on weight, it does happen majority of the time. However, putting on weight during recovery has to stop being looked at as a bad thing because there is so much that our body is trying to catch up on after all of this time of being restricted and not having much fuel and nutrition in it. Remember, our brain and our body needs nutrition to function. So we've got to be feeding it. So yes, with our eating disorder, on the outside it seems like the biggest issue is putting on weight. We fear the physical changes of being bigger. But there's actually so much more behind that, so much more psychological pain behind this all. Because, yes, we fear seeing our body change or get bigger. But the reason we fear that is because we don't see ourselves in a loving way. So our eating disorder isn't just putting down our body. It is putting down us, ourselves, calling us worthless, making us feel anxious, making us fear going out and eating with other people, for example, or they make us fear keeping food in or eating food at all. Because then after that, then comes all the put downs. You're fat. You're fat. You're ugly. You're worthless. You're a bastard. Our body needs to heal in order for our minds to heal as well. And it's just important to be aware that your eating disorder is more than just your body itself. It has a big chunk, a huge chunk to do with how you feel about yourself. So that's why mental health is so, so, so important. That is why self-love is so, 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 so important. Because without those, you're going to criticize on your body, but you're also not going to believe in yourself and you're not going to Stick up for yourself and feel motivated and make these changes. You're not going to step out of your comfort zone. You're not going to do things that scare you because you don't even have yourself supporting you and being there for you to cheer you on and also to help pick yourself back up when times get rough. But this can be changed, okay? All right, so what is weight restoration? This is the process during your eating disorder recovery that involves you reaching a stable weight again, like a healthy weight. You are at a healthy weight where you can now meet your nutritional and growth needs. Do you hear me? I said needs, not wants. Needs. Your body and your mind needs this shit. And now I'm going to tell you how it actually works because one of the biggest fears, I'm sure, is the fact that you worry that you're just going to eat like one piece of food and then bam, huge, humongous, humongous, like never been bigger before. Like the scale's going to break when you step on it, which doesn't happen. And that's not what your body's trying to do. Your body is trying to recover from the deprivation that it has had for so long on food and nutrition. Okay, so let me get into this a bit. When you are restoring your weight, your body is using the food to reconstruct your body tissue that has been lost during your starvation period or lack of food in your stomach period. So what your body is going to do with this food is to start repairing your organs, your muscles, your joints, your bones, your blood, your cells, your hair, your nails, your skin, and your hormones. This is why it's so important that you eat all of the five food group sources. And if you Google food circle on the internet, you will find all these different examples of what these foods are and what group they belong into. 
Keep in mind that during this period, it is normal to experience some bloating in the stomach, the wrist, the face, and the ankles. You may also experience some headaches or some night sweats, constipation or diarrhea, low blood sugar, and increased anxiety. No, it's not pleasant, but you know what it is? Yep. It's temporary! This is going to be a temporary discomfort to get you back to a healthy and happy version of you. The same way I say that if you have a setback when you relapse, they're both temporary. You are trying something and you are working hard to it and find the trigger. Yes, find the root, find the cause and dig it up and chuck it away, okay? So it all depends how you look at it. If you look at these setbacks as something to beat yourself up for, well, it's not going to feel very great, is it? But if you choose to, yes, acknowledge how you feel, like, I don't feel good about this. Okay, great. I don't feel good about this. So what can I do to fix it? Find that trigger. Find the trigger. Find the trigger. And then what the fuck? You know what is causing you to struggle. You know what is making you feel that guilt or that shame. Remember, energy flows where attention goes. So if you choose to look at this as a way to put you down, you're going to feel put down. But if you look at it as a learning experience, something can be done about it. And maybe not straight away, it may take a few attempts, but keep putting in that effort and make a conscious effort to be aware of how you are feeling and why. And that's when you will start to see the changes, no matter how small they seem to you, because even if it's slowly, it will surely give you a better outcome. And I believe in you, I love you, I know you can do this. I'm sending my support and it's time to give yourself support too. Also, in your eating disorder, if you've been very restrictive with how much you've eaten, during recovery, it can be challenging to not feel full after maybe even a few bites. And then on the other side, there may be the ones that have been binging and purging, and it may be difficult to find a healthy proportion size of how much to actually eat in the first place if you're trying to keep in the food. <laughs> that was me. So yes, it will be difficult, but it will be so much worth it on the other side. You can listen to my Stopping Binge Eating episode where I have all my tips that help me stop binge eating. It may be helpful to see a dietitian or even a psychologist as well, just for even more support. But just remember that putting on weight is so important because your body has been deprived of nutrition for such a long time. So your body enters survival mode when you're restricting so much food. So it goes from survival mode to a hypermetabolic state and it does this to restore optimal functioning again. That starvation syndrome occurs and this is very damaging for both your mental health and your physical health. And we want to look after and love both of them. So if you fear putting on weight, also just remember that your body is using this food and this nutrition to repair itself. It's going to first utilize energy to reconstruct your body tissue that was lost during starvation mode. Then the body starts to repair the heart, the brains, the joints, the skin, the hormones, as we were talking about before. And then, and only then, does your body... Use the remaining energy to store additional body weight. And hey, body weight helps. That helps me stop feeling so weak and faint and dizzy and having heart and stomach pains all the time. And oh, I wonder why, because my body was healing. Thank you, body. I love you for looking after me when I wasn't. Now, I know it's going to be hard to accept weight change during recovery, especially if you've always been criticizing yourself for who knows how long. Criticizing your body, criticizing your appearance, criticizing the way that you are, just criticizing your life and it sucks and it's not a nice feeling at all. So to get out of that, it takes a lot. It's, you, you've had this horrible habit in your life for so long and it's going to take a lot of work to get out of it. However, it is possible. So we're going to go over many different ways that is going to help you, you, start to accept this, okay? And as I love to say... Just listening to these reasons is not just going to suddenly make changes happen. You have to listen to these and then actually work on making them happen, okay? You are unlearning bad habits and to do that, you need to replace them with new ones, okay? So just like you can't play an instrument after listening to someone else play it or even playing it yourself one time, you're not going to suddenly know how to play it like a genius. It will be the same with this and with all of the habits that I talk about in every episode. However, it is possible if you, you, put in the effort and the consistency and the dedication. And even if you have temporary setbacks, that does not mean it cannot be achieved. It means you can learn what triggered you or to choose the unhealthy habit instead. 
And then you can learn from it. You forget that trigger, you burn it, you destroy it, you learn from it, you do better next time. And that might happen a few times and that is okay. Please do not beat yourself down from it. As long as you choose to learn from it rather than beat yourself down, up, beat yourself up. If you listen to my other episode, you will know why I just freaked the fuck out for saying beat yourself down. Anyways, and you just choose to learn from it, figure your trigger and do something about it, then change is possible. Learn and keep trying. Make a conscious effort. Focus on getting rid of the shit habits. Make that the dominant and most primary voice inside your head. So that slowly but surely it will become your autopilot voice and it will help you stop the actions that are setting you back. Okay? So setbacks can be a good thing if you learn from them. So affirm that in your head, believe it, and let's get into all the different ways that will help you start accepting weight gain during recovery. Number one is my favorite. Yep, you guessed it. (laughs) It's to practice self-love and self-care. So whether this is you meditating, you going for walks, you reading a book, you going for a sauna, you hopping in a bubble bath, putting on a face mask, listening to your favorite music, going and seeing your friends, going and hanging out with your loved ones, going on a, a bus ride, going on a rainforest walk, whatever the fuck it is, go do it. The reason you are taking time to do things that make you feel happy is because feeling happy also helps you feel less stressed, less anxious, less tired, less worried, and less fucking shitty, okay? So, You know that feeling when your chest is like fucking sinking because you're feeling so anxious about something or literally when your body starts to feel weak and trembles because you're so worried or stressed about something that you shouldn't be. That needs to go away. And keep in mind that I still get these feelings. And when I do, I try to get rid of it. And I do that by doing all of these self-care acts. Especially meditation and especially, I'd say, exercise. And even having a nice cup of tea. I'm a tea drinker now. Thank you to the lovely Sam and Winnie. Shout out to you. And something fun that I do is when I drink, and especially when I'm feeling anxious, try this. Even if you're like, the fuck? Don't, first of all, because you should be open to trying everything that is going to be helpful, okay? And I love doing it. Anyways, can I just get to the point? Thank you. Uh... When I drink, even just water, I think I might have mentioned this before, actually, with each swallow, thank you, another shout out to Chantel Hyde for giving me this um, awesome tip, is to drink every glass of whatever the fuck you're drinking, and when you drink it, when you swallow it, you say something about yourself. Good, of course. So you can say, I am confident, I am healthy, I am fit, I am strong. I'm looking after myself, I'm a mindful eater, and you just come up with whatever crap that you need to fill your head with goodness with, and you say one with every swallow. So you say an I am statement with every swallow. And it even helps more with a nice hot tea because it just calms my body. It's like an internal sauna, and you know how I feel about saunas. The best. But I will be honest, so I go on each sauna session for about 20 minutes each one. It is very hot and sometimes I do start to feel a bit uncomfortable because I'm freaking burning alive and I do spray myself with a bit of water during, but it's nice to be really present. I don't bring my earphones or anything in, especially because that's not good for your earphones or your phone due to, of course, the heat and humidity. But anyways, besides that, it's just nice to be in there in the present and when I'm starting to get a bit over hot, of course, first I spray myself with some water. You know the story of when I got the water in my eyes, but besides the point again. When I get hot in the sauna and I start to feel uncomfortable, I start to remind myself as to why I'm in the sauna. Just like we should do with absolutely everything else. When you feel uncomfortable and you're trying to work towards something good and healthy for you, remind yourself why you were doing it when you start to feel uncomfortable. Anywho, you know what it feels like to be anxious and just have all the the really uncomfortable thoughts and also feelings in your body, the anxious feelings, they're shitty, and they're not pleasant at all, are they? So do some self-care activities that will help you feel better in your body, okay? My next tip is to feel your emotions. If you are beating yourself up for something, if you are beating yourself up for 
whether it's at the stage of you gaining a bit of weight or maybe you're contemplating it and you're just like you're struggling to handle it I want you to actually feel what you are feeling acknowledge those feelings are you feeling anxious are you feeling fear are you worried what the fuck are you feeling write it down acknowledge what it is that you were feeling why it is that you were feeling this what you can do to redirect these thoughts why you are redirecting these thoughts example like because i want to fucking improve my mental and physical health and then fucking feel it if you need to cry go cry let it out don't bottle in your emotions it only makes it worse and one day you will explode of tears and referencing the original alice in wonderland when she started flooding the place with her tears you don't want that to happen and it can be avoided if you just let yourself feel it is okay to feel join me in any sort of sad movie even if it's remotely sad and you will see what it's like to let yourself feel again. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It is okay to feel... And it is okay to let it out, all right? No bottling shit up. The next tip that I have is to remember just how far you've come. When you're struggling to accept any possible weight gain, remember just how far you've come. You've come from a stage where this was never even a consideration. This was never a possibility. You would never do anything so fucking absurd, even though it's not absurd. Okay. And even considering putting on some sort of weight was just out of the question. Think about just how far you've come. You are now at a place where you're at least considering recovery. You're self-reflecting and you've realized what you've lost in yourself, like your mental and physical health, your motivation, your self-love, whatever it is. And you've realized what you can gain if you start to recover. That on its own, even just considering recovering is an incredible progress going from a mindset of refusing to recover and and gaining some sort of weight to even considering it and hopefully actioning it too is a brave and very powerful thing to do okay so remember just how far you've come and just how far you can go my next tip is to find a way to be in your body and appreciate your body what i mean by this is first of all by appreciating how much your body can do it helps you move it helps you function And it helps you have energy. We are very fortunate to be able to function. And that is due primarily to having a working and functioning body. And to be in our body, this is by doing things like meditating and going and exercising. We're experiencing it. We're seeing just how powerful and beautiful it really is. And what it can do for us. 
it can make us feel very stressed for sure. I mean, good stress, of course, is okay. Like, you know, if a, a bear is chasing you, you need to feel that stress to get the fuck out of there. But the stress that we're bringing onto ourselves, example, anxious thoughts and irrational feelings is felt because of the way that we're thinking. So we need to get out of those habits. However, when we're in those very calm and relaxing states that come from meditating, for example, or after a sauna session, and those amazing happy endorphins that get released after we exercise, that's our body feeling. So appreciate it. Be in it. Find a way to experience and enjoy being in your body. Discover just how good it can actually make us feel. The next tip I have for you is to write down at least, feel free to write more. Go for it. Go for gold. At least five reasons as to why you were grateful for yourself and why you love yourself, okay? If you're struggling to use the word love, at least say like. But you know what? We're trying to get you to the love. So write on this list reasons I love myself. Even if you cringe looking at it, eventually you will not, okay? Now these reasons have nothing to do with your appearance, okay? Not like I like my eye color. I like my hair length. None of that shit. Although I love that you love that about you. Great. However, the reason that I'm saying to write a list on things that have nothing to do with your body is to open up your mind to how amazing you are, regardless of your looks. Because your eating disorder likes to rely on how you fucking look, even if you look awesome. Your eating disorder is going to say, you're big, you're fat, you're ugly, you suck. Which, which is not true, by the way. And you know what else your eating disorder is saying to you? Is that you are worthless. And... You're useless. You're not capable of doing anything. You're nothing. And that's why you are going to write this list proving your eating disorder wrong. I want you to keep this somewhere where you can look at it all the time. Whenever your eating disorder is bringing you down or whenever you just need a friendly reminder. Go pull up this list and go, oh yeah, I am fucking funny. I am creative. I am a good listener. I am kind to others. Just just write down things. And you know what? I want you to also get at least, once again, at least, minimum, five good things about yourself that has nothing to do with your appearance from people that you love and that are close to you. Because in this way, you're going to open your eyes to other possibilities that maybe you didn't even realize in yourself. And the more you say it, the more you will believe it. So keep filling your head with goodness. Okay? My next tip is to compile a list, another list, of all the different things that make you feel good about yourself. So what makes you feel happy? This can be memories that you've had. These can be songs. These can be things that people or you have said that are funny and you remember. These can be quotes. These can be photos. These can be pets that you have in your life. This can be a book that you've read that just fills you with joy and love and reminds you of all the good in the world and yourself. These can be movies. These can be literally anything. Make that list and use that as your fallback whenever you are beating yourself up. Up. Make a list of all of the things that make you feel happy that it's impossible not to smile when you look at it. My next tip is to remember that beauty comes from within. Be self-accepting of yourself. How do you treat other people? Are you kind? Because if so, that's a beautiful gesture. I know you might not be the kindest to yourself right now, but that can change. So in the meantime, think about how you treat other people. Is that with kindness? Because if so, first of all, you should be treating yourself like that. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. But also, that would be very appreciated. And that's a beautiful quality that you have in yourself. Are you empathetic? Are you supportive? And yes, we all have setbacks. No one is perfect. We've all made mistakes. It's okay if you've been a bastard for part of your life. As long as you've learned from it. That's the difference. But just remember that no matter the size of your body... No matter the clothes you wear, no matter the amount of gorgeous jewelry that you put in, true beauty comes from within. So stop putting down your body and yourself. My next tip is to redirect your negative thoughts. The next time you call yourself an idiot, the next time you call yourself a bastard, the next time you call yourself worthless, you're now going to have to say three good things about yourself okay and once again that's three minimum you need to stop putting yourself down and every time you do it you're going to have to come back with three good things and if it feels like a chore great maybe we'll stop you from putting yourself down in the first place and then on the other side it's like you get two bonuses out of it 
because then you're also filling your head with goodness about good things about you, okay? And you're also going to stop putting in your head to always put yourself down because that's harmful to you. It is harmful to you. Reframe your put-downs. Reframe your negativity to positivity, okay? So you will start to stop automatically putting yourself down when anything bad seems to happen. Or whenever you look at yourself or whenever you just... Or something inconvenient happens and it's just somehow your fault even though it's not. Reframe how you talk to yourself. Because you're the one listening to yourself, okay? My next tip is to surround yourself with positive and supporting people. Be rid of the negative energy around you. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't be around someone that is going to put you down. Especially if you're already putting yourself down. You don't want to double whammy. What the... No. It is important to remember once again that you are the average of the five people that you spend your time with. And if you're spending your time with people that would rather put you down than be supportive and kind to you, then how do you think you're going to feel? You're not going to feel good. If you thrive off being put down, then no. Go grow that self-love. But if you're spending your time with people that put you down and make you feel lesser than and just ruin your energy and your mood, then what the fuck? Stop. I want you to think about the different energy that you get when you spend time with someone that lifts you up and makes you feel good. Compare that energy to whoever you have in your mind right now, which is obviously there for a reason, and ask yourself why you'd rather spend time there or why you spend your time there at all. Surround yourself with all people that are going to lift you up because otherwise you will be brought down in some sort of way. And if it's hard for you to kind of let this person go for whatever reason, you can also distance yourself. Okay, there's no, there's no reason to necessarily have a big ceremonial exit of the friendship. Just limit your time with them. You have control of who has access to you. So yes, it can be hard to say no sometimes. So it's definitely going to be helpful to be more assertive. But think about why it is that you don't want to spend time with this person or these people. If you have someone in mind right now, as I say this, well, that's where you're going to start because they're in your head for a reason. Okay. So yes, it can be hard, but think about what it is doing for you. Are you getting any benefits? I mean, you may have some sort of fun together, but is that worth what you're losing? The people that are supportive for you, you can have fun there too. Maybe you'll discover a new type of fun, one where you don't get hurt in the process. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? And just keep in mind as well that I'm not necessarily saying you have to cut people off entirely and just and just fuck them off. But you can love them and care for them still from afar. But you need to put yourself first and put your mental health first. Because that evidently affects your physical health as well and how you see yourself. And then comes the series of unfortunate events. So pretty much just spend your time with people that will lift you up. And especially will be there to support you during your tough times. You are who you hang out with. Is that who you want to be? Ooh, that sounded very um. I hope that you hope you left that and was just like, oh man, that, that cut me real deep, Shrek. It cut me real deep. And I probably just ruined it the moment by saying all that shit. But you get it. Think about it and still be kind, of course. But put your well-being first, okay? That is super important. Speaking of being kind, that leads into the next tip of helping others. Next time that your mind is saying, let's put yourself down for no fucking reason, decide to go help someone else instead. Redirect your mind into other positive things. It's just like the walk, but here, or the sauna, or the meditation, but here, you are going to extend that love to other people that you love and care for. Or even a stranger. Just find a way to make someone else's day. Like the other day I was at an amusement park. No, it's not a, a reptile park. And I saw this lovely couple taking photos of each other in front of this big koala display. And I walked right up to them. I walked, I charged, and I said, do you want a photo together? Obviously, I wasn't creepy about it. But I asked them if they wanted a photo, and they loved that. And you know what they did? They took a photo of me and my boyfriend in return. They were like, thank you so much. Would you like a photo with your boyfriend? And I said, sure. So give love and receive love. 
it's a nice feeling. Even if I didn't get a photo, I would have been happy just to have made their day in some sort of way, that they have a photo now that they can look back at where they were both smiling together and holding hands and looking so cute. I like, love it. But just, just do things to make other people's day and it will fill you. Your reward is getting some sort of nice feeling out of it. So how minor the helpful task may seem, do it. Go help your mum or your dad take out the groceries from the car. Just try to make someone stay for the sake of making their day. And you do this to make them feel good. And then as a bonus, you end up feeling nice and heartwarmed. My next tip is to develop areas in your life that make you feel happy or motivated or excited or even to help you step out of your comfort zone that have absolutely nothing, nothing to do with your appearance. So whether or not you've done it before or it's something that you've been wanting to do and it's possible for you to do, then go do it. Go join that pottery class. Go become a professional bushwalker. Go learn how to fly a helicopter. Go learn how to sew. Go write poetry. Go learn how to play an instrument. Make your dreams your reality. You are stepping out of your comfort zone. You are trying new things. You are doing things to distract and redirect yourself from thinking you're not capable of doing anything because that's not true. You're putting yourself out there and you are trying and you're doing new things that not only make you happy, but fills your head with goodness that does not rely on how your body looks. Of course, if whatever you want to do is not possible because, say, for your age, for example, like maybe you wanted to uh, join Little Athletics, but you can't because you're too old for that now, then that's okay. You can find something that's similar to that in some sort of way, or you can try and find a new dream and a new passion. But ask yourself, are you not doing something because you can't or because you won't? Ooh, give me chills. Is it because you can't or because you won't? And you know what? Write the reasons down. What is it that you want to do? And right next to it, is it because I can't or I won't? Decide between the two and whatever came out as a won't, then go do it now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My next tip is to remember why you were recovering. Why have you decided to do this? Write a list, write all the reasons, get specific, and get thinking. Why are you doing this? Write all of the reasons down and another thing for you to look on every time you were doubting yourself, go look at this list and think that's fucking why I'm pushing myself to be greater and I'm pushing through these hard times that will lead to better times. So are you recovering so that you can get your mental health back? Are you recovering to calm your anxiety? Are you recovering to stop putting yourself down so much? Are you recovering to stop feeling so weak and so dizzy and so faint? Are you recovering to stop the body pains? Are you recovering to stop revolving your life around how much you're eating or whether or not you keep the food in? Are you recovering to get rid of that guilt and that shame? Are you recovering to stop feeling so isolated? Are you recovering to stop relying on your eating disorder that's only trying to tear you down? Write down why you're recovering and use this as your motivation every time your eating disorder is trying to trap you right back in their cycle. It's a no from me and it's a no from you. And it's a no from Simon Cowell. My next tip is to work on body positivity. You can listen to my body positivity episode to have way more tips there, but I will give you some affirmations that you can use to increase that body positivity. So here's a few lovely ones for you. You are more than the number that it says on the scale. Fat is not an ugly word. It is a body type and it is high time we accept it. That's by oh well yes. Stop trying to fix your body. It was never broken. That was by Eve Ensler. Your words have so much power. Every day if you tell yourself I love you, if you give yourself one word of validation, it will change your mind. And that's by Ashley Graham. Work on being in love with the person in the mirror who has been through so much but is still standing. That's by Self Love Journey Co. 
Hating our bodies is something we learn, and it is sure as hell something we can unlearn. This is by Megan Jane Crabb. I hope I said that right. This one's by the legend herself, Melissa McCarthy. I love her. But it is my weight, question mark. (laughs) It is what it is. You could get hit by a bus tomorrow. It's about being content. And sometimes other priorities win. And we're going to say those priorities are self-love and mental health and physical health being up and at them. That that whole end bit was my add-on, but yeah. This one's by Naira Wahid. I hope I said that right as well. Um, And it is, and I said to my body softly, I want to be your friend. It took a long breath and replied, I have been waiting my whole life for this. Dang, that one hit deep. By the way, all of these quotes are from Oh Well Yes, so if you want more of these, go ahead there. This one is by the lovely Michelle Obama. Being a healthy woman isn't about getting on a scale or measuring your waistline. We need to start focusing on what matters, on how we feel and how we feel about ourselves. Ooh, this one is a good one. This is by Louise Hay. You have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try proving of yourself and see what happens. Dang, that was a good one. I love this one as well. This is from Tiffany and Co. No one is going to stand up at your funeral and say she had a small waist and a great thigh gap. Nah. This next one is by Janine Roth, which is also very powerful. Weight loss does not make people happy or peaceful. Being thin does not address the emptiness that has no shape or weight or name. Even a wildly successful diet is a colossal failure because inside the new body is the same sinking heart. And I'm going to leave you with this last one from Oh Yes. I thank my body for loving me even in moments when I hated it. Well, weren't they powerful? So fill your head with affirmations and stop putting yourself down. My next tip is to accept that weight gain is completely possible during recovery. Accept that it can happen and acknowledge that it is actually going to be a good thing for you. But it is very important to actually accept that this is possible so you're not blindsided or you haven't been just denying it this whole time that when it happens, it feels like the end of the world. Accept that it is possible and then remind yourself why this is a good thing. The next tip has all to do with clothing. I want you to try to donate or put away all of the old clothes that no longer fit you. Instead of holding on to this idea and this hope that you will get back to this size, let it go and start fresh and start on your happy journey where you're going to recover and feel healthier and feel happier. Let go of the baggage. You want it to be out of sight, out of mind, so that every time you go to the closet and you put on your clothes, You're not looking at all of these clothes that you wore when you were at a smaller size, at a smaller weight, and give you the opportunity to bring yourself down because of that. We're starting fresh and we are starting on a healthy journey. And then you know what you're going to do? Go on a shopping trip. Oh my gosh. And then you can go buy all these nice clothes that you've saved up for, save up, and then go for a fun shopping trip where you can buy all these nice clothes that make you feel good and make you feel comfortable in your skin. How much fun does that sound? My next tip is about social media. You know what I'm going to say. Unfollow what is bringing you down, that you look at it and you're like, "Ah!" and you just start criticizing and hating on yourself again, because you don't look like a specific person or their body. And it makes you look down upon yourself, which you should not be doing. If you find yourself unfollowing them, but you keep searching up their names, look anyways, delete the app altogether. Do what you have to do to stop filling your mind with self-hatred for you not looking like someone else. Get rid of the comparison and get rid of the put-downs because you don't look like someone else. Instead, follow people that promote body positivity and make you feel inspired when you look at them. You're like, fuck, I love how they love themselves and I want to be like that too. Follow those type of people because energy flows where attention goes. Fill your head with goodness. My next tip is to write a beautiful letter to yourself. I love letters, don't I? Just 
write a letter to yourself that you can look at every time that you are feeling self-doubt and especially if you are putting on some sort of weight, healthy weight, and it is making you feel anxious or unhappy. In this letter, address yourself. Let yourself know that you understand why it is you are feeling the way you feel. Be kind to yourself and remind yourself as to why you are choosing to recover. Remind yourself on all the self-reflection that you have done and how it has made you feel. Remind yourself of all you want to gain. Tell yourself how you want your life to look like. Tell yourself how you want to feel in your life. And then tell yourself that you know that you can keep going. The strength and the power is within you. So keep on going. And then come back to this letter whenever the fuck you need to. Right now, you may be struggling and you may be the one putting yourself down the most. But you are also going to be your solution, okay? So keep on fighting and keep on pushing and keep on growing that self-love so that you believe in yourself more and more. And more. All right, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've gotten some nice tips out of this and I hope you keep on pushing and accepting that that putting on weight to become healthy again is okay and it is what your body needs. Your brain needs nutrition to function and so does your body. Okay, I love you so much. Hello to all the new listeners in Pakistan. Sending love. Welcome to the Eat With Ali family. Hi. I hope you have all enjoyed today's episode and take something out of it and then use these tips to better your life. You can listen to this. You can listen to what I have to say and you can get inspired. But don't forget, those are the soft actions and the bold actions are applying the tips in your life. You will see progress the more you action it and the more you keep it consistent and the more you keep on going. Okay, you can do it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Eat With Ali podcast. I love you all so much. Tune in next week for another fun episode. But until then, love you. Keep being inspired and keep working to change your life. I know you can do it. I am cheering you on every step of the way. So take care. And until next time, remember to eat with Ali.